So let's get started. Sorry it's a little bit late. I told you it was going to be seven. I hate being late. That's one of my big pet peeves is being late to anything. So um, sorry about being late. But again, thumbs up, like us uh, on Facebook. And I guess this time I'm going to start out a little bit different. I've been writing down different elements and going through like dosages and stuff. But I'm going to start out with going around and asking the people here if they have a question and then I'll kind of address them. Um, so anyone have a question that we can start with? No? I don't really know what questions to ask yet. Okay, so. <laughs> well how about I talk about thyroid a little bit? I know I've addressed thyroid a lot. Um, thyroid is probably 70 to 80 percent of what I work with. For some reason a lot of people have thyroid issues. And if they don't have thyroid issues, oftentimes they're anemic. Um, the thyroid is an awesome organ. It's in your throat right here. Um, it wraps around your esophagus and it has a lot to do um, with your immune system and with your metabolism. It has a lot to do with whether or not you have energy. Um, it can even affect fertility. Um, it can affect um, your hair loss. It can affect your skin. A lot of different things. And whenever we work with a thyroid, the adrenals also play in there. The adrenals are on top of each one of your kidneys. And sometimes, well, when your thyroid's down, oftentimes your, thyroid, your adrenals suffer as well. And those have a lot to do with energy. Um, so general, when we start giving nutrients to the, <laughs> the glandular system, they start to function and the energy starts to change. Um, if you went to a doctor to get a thyroid check, they're going to look at thyroid a lot differently than what I would. They'll check and see what hormones it is or is not producing. Like, um, they'll see is it overproducing hormones? Is it underproducing hormones? And they'll designate that as hypothyroidism or uh, hypothyroidism. And the way I look at it and the tests that I do um, show a little bit different. I've I use a test that's been used by naturopaths for years and years. My dad, Dr. James, uh, got his degree as an, an herbalist. Um, Thirty. 37 years ago <laughs> from the Dominion Herbal College in Canada and after he got his degree he had the opportunity to go to Canada and work with uh, some of his um, teachers and some, they had a seminar that they brought in some uh, naturopaths and uh, one of the naturopaths shared what he did to treat thyroid and the way you calculated your um, thyroid reading was you take your lower number which is your um, diastolic away from your systolic and add your pulse and that tells you what your thyroid is doing. That should read bare minimum 115 but we like to see it at 120 and that tells you hey is your thyroid that's that's active under that is underactive above 160 is somewhere overactive um, but when I treat it, uh, I do it all the same. A lot of people say, oh, your thyroid's overactive. Don't use iodine. Don't use any uh, cruciferous vegetables or all of these things because it has iodine in it and you'll get a goiter and it'll get worse. <laughs> okay? Um, if there's a goiter, one of the main things I use is iodine and it helps it to go away. The thyroid really needs iodine. Actually, we need iodine a lot. We are really deficient in iodine generally. Um, if you want to see if you're deficient in iodine, get some Lugol's iodine that's red, <laughs> put some on your skin, and see how fast it goes away. It should stay there for a day or so. <laughs> if it doesn't, you know you're pretty deficient. I've had clients that put it on, and with 10, 15 minutes, it's gone. And some people either put it on, and it stays around for a while. The thyroid 
um, uses a lot of iodide, but not only our thyroid, our whole glandular system uses iodide. The thyroid uses it most, and then next is the uterus and ovaries, and then I don't know the breakdown from there, but I know each one of the glands in our glandular system use iodine. So it's one of those really important things, and it helps in our immune system. It actually sterilizes a lot of things, and it's used in our immune system a lot. Mm -hmm. That's why it passes through the thyroid a lot, because the thyroid has to do with the immune system as well. So, um, as I was saying, if it's overactive, if I see it underactive, overactive, I do the exact same thing. I use our formula, Nina, which has beetroot, poke, and a couple others that help with, kel uh, help with iron absorption and other things like that, and iodine. And I haven't seen a person that hasn't been able to get their thyroid function. I've seen people that have been on thyroid medication for over 30 years that are able to get their thyroid functioning. Wow. The individuals like that have taken two years to get to perfect thyroid function. Before that, they, they got some success to feel good and not have to use as much of the thyroid medication. They didn't necessarily need it as much. But before their thyroid really functioned good, it took about two years. Mm -hmm. But most people, when I treat thyroid, especially if they haven't been on thyroid medication, um, it takes a couple months. It takes about, sometimes it takes two weeks to get their thyroid from not functioning to functioning, but then we have to maintain it for a while to build up that nutrients and get that health. Um, so I've given you a perspective of one of the elements that I treat, but I want to, I feel like I should go a little bit into... Um, where I come from in treating. I'm very, very, very different. I'm kind of odd in uh, to the medical field I'm odd, but also to natural folks I'm odd too. Okay? Um, and the reason I'm odd is because, well, because my dad and there was 11 of us kids. Okay? Um, when you think of a naturopath, generally you think of uh, raw, vegan, and really eating really, really good. And yes, those things are important. Diet is essential when it comes to getting good health. But as raising 11 children and thinking of trying to make them all raw vegan and be able to socialize in the world, it just doesn't always work. And um, I come from people, I help people to where they're at. You can't take somebody that is used to eating out all the time and throw them into raw vegan. And I'm not saying raw vegan is what we need to do. I mean, raw vegan is good at, at times to take care of certain health problems, but um, raw is not always 100% necessary. And then um, vegan isn't always 100% necessary. I think God knew what he was doing. He didn't only create vegetables. <laughs> he created animals for us to use. And it says that they're for us to use with prudence. And there's um, grains, and there's a variety of different things that have been put on this earth for us to use. And... Um, we just need to use all of them sparingly and good. I believe that all the foods are good for us to use, in my opinion. And it's how close they are to their natural source. Because you take a grain, and it says a seed, and if you grind it up, you change it a little bit. But then if you process it and take out the germ, and you take out the bran, and you take out the vitamins and minerals, you take out anything that could make it rot, and then you bleach it to make it stay <laughs> stable. I mean, we're so far from what it was. There are almost 20 steps, uh, 20 things that are taken out to get to white flour. It's just the endosperm. It's just the reward for eating your grain, basically. And we wonder why there's so many gluten intolerance today. All we eat is gluten. We don't eat grain. We eat gluten in America. <laughs> um, so... That's what makes me a little bit different, and I, um, 
That's one of the things that makes me a little bit different. I believe in us using all of the foods. A lot of people will pick on grains and not use grains. And a lot of people will pick on um, just the meats and not use meats. I believe that there's times when there are certain health issues that it's necessary to avoid meat for a little bit. Or it's necessary to avoid grain for a little bit. Or it's necessary to avoid fruits for a little bit. I haven't seen any health issues that's necessary to avoid vegetables. But... <laughs> um, so... In using these things, I think um, in my practice I've seen a lot of people come and be able to see, have a lot of success because I'm ha able to work with them where they're at and help them move from that point to something better. Sometimes you move somebody that eats out all the time to eating the same junk but making it themselves. <laughs> that actually makes a difference. It really does. Because um, if you read on the back of a package, you need a chem lab to build pancakes. <laughs> you ever read on the back of the package and it's like, what? I recognize flour, but nothing else. <laughs> and sometimes they're not even flour. I mean, you can get um, fruit um, snacks, and some of them don't even have fruit in them. Okay? <laughs> so, diet-wise, that's where I come from. But also, as it comes to treating people or finding out what's wrong, um, I come from the aspect that I... I don't necessarily care what the name of a disease is. I really don't. Um, I'm not treating diseases. I'm giving nutrients to the body and helping the body to perform its proper functions. If there's a problem in the joints, I don't care if it's fibromyalgia that's around the joints and the muscles, or whether it's osteoporosis or osteopenia, or whether it's um, arthritis, or whether it's a hundred different types of arthritis. I would treat it the same way because it needs the same nutrients. You need a certain amount, certain nutrients are required for the muscles and the joints. And so we give nutrients to those muscles and joints, and as they get the nutrients they need, they begin to function. It's all about giving nutrients. I believe disease comes from two different things. It comes from toxins, an overload of toxins, and or um, lack of nutrients. I believe all diseases come from those, or both together. <laughs> yeah. um, because when you don't get rid of toxins, they start to mess things up, and they start to um, break apart parts of our body. And if we don't get the proper amount of nutrients, then we can't sustain that health. And then we start to get things like autoimmune disease. Right. And I look at autoimmune disease, sorry, I kind of jump around a little bit. I look at autoimmune disease very differently than a lot of people do because of this space that I come from. Autoimmune disease, to me, is a lack of nutrients. For instance, with the joints, there's a lot of autoimmune diseases that have to do with the joints. And what happens is that um, the body stills, they say that, that the immune system is cannibalizing the joint and making it so the joint can't function. But more often what is happening, the joint, the cartilage is 70% sulfur. Sulfur is required in every metabolic process of the whole body. Um, it's required in the heart, it's required in the lungs, it's required everywhere. And our immune system prioritizes where nutrient goes. It keeps us alive. It keeps us moving. And if we don't have enough sulfur for all those other functions, what's it going to do? Least priority system? Coming from you. Okay? Um, why would we have cells in our bones and in almost everything that we have? We have a cell to maintain cartilage. We have a cell to uh, build cartilage. And we have a cell to break down car cartilage. In bone, we have the same thing. So why would we have a cell to break it down 
unless there was intention to have to break it down. Mm -hmm. Our body is designed to keep us alive mm -hmm. at all odds. Okay? So when we abuse ourselves and we don't get the proper amount of nutrients, our body will start to cannibalize certain systems. Yeah. Um, joints often go pretty quickly, or are one of the ones that go fairly quickly, because the nutrients that they need uh, can go a lot of places, and they're not a priority system. They're priority to feel good, but to surviving and living, joints are not priority. So that's one of the things that gets cannibalized. Um, there's thyroid issues that are autoimmune. We found over and over and over and over, when it comes to an autoimmune disease, if you fill the body full of nutrients, and once you get to that nutrient base, the body stops cannibalizing itself. So, um, given a little bit of perspective of where I come from, has this brought up any questions? Does anyone have any questions, whether online or anyone that's here? So, what all do you, what modalities do you use for treatment? Um, well, I use a variety of things because being trained with my dad, he um, was practiced in several of the different modalities, and I've learned through those. Most of it is herbology, and we use diet. But um, I'm familiar with acupuncture and acupressure and kinesiology, reflexology, um, so those ones I occasionally use and or recommend. It's, it's always valuable to be familiar with them whether you do them or not because if I need somebody to have acupuncture, uh, I need to know I need to send them to an acupuncturist. Mm -hmm. um, I had a client, um, actually a couple of clients recently, had the same thing. Their eye just went out. It just uh, stopped functioning. The nerves went crazy. Um, and we were doing some things for it, but um, nerves really respond to acupuncture, really respond to um, mm -hmm. getting the pathways functioning properly. And within three treatments of this client using acupuncture, and actually two of them using acupuncture, um, their eye was back to where it needed to be. The acupuncture is phenomenal mm -hmm. in what it does. So I use a variety of things, but mostly it's herbology, mm -hmm. and we talk about diet, and we do some of the, those other things as well. Did you have a question? It looked like you might. No? No. Okay. Any other questions? This is questions? my first interaction with an herbalist. So I'm just oh, that's training. fine. Yeah. That's just I, fine. I'm not even sure. I mean, I didn't know if you take it, if it's all, you know, oral medication. I mean, is it, is it you know, or if there was other ways of, of treating with, you know, if you use, I, did, I didn't know. I just had no clue. Okay. So what if you have somebody who, you know, what if you feel like maybe one of the root issues is a is an absorption issue in the gut? Like, mm -hmm. Do you deal with that a lot? Do you see that more these days? Yeah, actually the digestive tract, as herbalists we call that the disease of diseases. Constipation is the disease of diseases. And your health, your immune system, your vitality really starts in your mm -hmm. digestive tract. And whenever the digestive tract is compromised, there's a lot <laughs> that goes on there. And there's, there's several things that we do for that. Colser is one of the main formulas that we use that helps to take care of the digestive tract. Because most times, what you do is you need to clean the digestive tract and give nutrients to it to start to function properly, no matter what it is. Colser is the number one we use because what it does is it goes in and it helps the mucous membranes. It helps them to become more dense, and it helps them to secrete the proper amount of mucus. Um, oftentimes, there's a lot of colon problems. Sometimes there will be irritable bowel. You'll have diarrhea and you have constipation. And that's often from having a mucosal rope or stuff stuck to the insides of the colon. I don't know if you've ever opened up a sewer pipe and see how it's smaller because it's like caked with stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes our sewer pipe in our body does that too. <laughs> um, it'll get caked with things because the mucous membrane isn't functioning properly. 
And you know when something that um, is rotting, which our feces is, when it sticks to something for a long period of time, it can start to break it down and it can make it weak. And, and it does that to our colon if it stays there. And the colser is what helps to slough that off. I've had some clients that I give them three colser and they have black stool and diarrhea real quick and it really flushes them out. Um, so they have to go down to just one a day so they aren't <laughs> miserable as it slowly does that process of cleaning and taking care of the colon. But um, I've had other clients that could take six or twelve uh, colser without affecting them. Mm -hmm. Generally the rule of hand is doing it to bowel tolerance. A lot, uh, a lot of herbalists would do that um, through enemas, but enemas are unpleasant. You can get the same thing with taking it as a pill and just taking a couple a day, and you just have a slow process of cleaning it up. I'm not really big on some of the major cleanses that make you miserable and you can't work. Mm -hmm. You need to function, and <laughs> you need to be able to work. Um, but we do need to do some of that cleaning up, and culture is one of those main ones that really take care of the di uh, digestive tract, whether there's infections in the digestive tract or whether there's... Um, uh, diverticulitis, diverticulosis, uh, there's a, a variety of different things that can be in the digestive tract. And we've seen colser make a difference with all of them. Anything from your mouth, your tongue, all the way out to your rectum, colser helps to function properly. Mm. And did that answer your question or did you want to follow all that up? Yeah, with no, me? that's great. I didn't know if, you just, okay. if you've seen that very much and, and what you might do to you know, help with something like digestive that. Digestive tract, I would say, is very common. I do a dry blood analysis um, and it's extremely helpful. When I, I, All I do is I poke the finger and then we put it, the, it on the slide three or four times, and then we let that blood dry. And then I look at it under the microscope about 400 magnification, 400 times magnification to maybe 1,000 at the most. And what we look at is uh, the center, the blood is a circle. I'll well, make a big circle. And in the center of the blood is where your digestive tract is. And I can see, oftentimes I'll see that it's very dark in the, in the center, almost black. And that shows toxic bowel. What that the, shows that the bowels are more. not expelling what they need to expel. Um, sometimes there can be a um, good motility. You can be going to the bathroom regularly, but I can still see bowel toxicity. And that's because there's a mucosal rope. There's stuff stuck to the sides of the colon and it's toxic. We need to get rid of it. Um, in that area, I can see um, stress. If there's little white dots in that area, it shows stress. Um, outside of um, the bowels, then we get to the lung area and the muscular skeletal area, and I can see if there's inflammations in the lungs or in the muscular skeletal area. Um, inside the inflammations, which are white, I can see um, if there's little crystals, which would be uric acid crystals, which show me if it's like arthritic based. Um, and then we'll get further out to the lymphatic system, which is closer to the edge of the skin, and I can see if there's inflammations in the lymphatic, in, in the lymphatic system, which is your immune system. But also I can see sometimes there's little black uh, crystal type things throughout it and that shows liver toxicity. Because when your liver isn't expelling everything it needs to through the bowels, it backs it up to the lymphatic system and says, okay, lymphatic system, you deal with it. And the lymphatic system gets rid of its toxins through the skin. So it's trying to get rid of it through the skin and if it gets overloaded, it sends it to the bladder and kidneys to deal with it. And if it gets overloaded, oh, let's send it to the lungs to deal with it. They share that, so our cleansing organs. That's on every single red blood cell? Um, well, not specifically a red blood cell. What we do is it's just a dab, and so it's many red blood cells, but the way that it dries. This was actually oh, developed okay. by a medical doctor in 1950. Um, was used because there was a lot of war injuries and stuff like that, and he wanted something that by the bedside he could poke, and within seven minutes of it being dry, he could read it and see a basic of what was going on. Is there a viral? Is 
what's going on very quickly instead of having to draw a large amount of blood and then send it to the lab and then have them do their analysis and come back, he could get started right away with this. And it's been refined and it's been used since then for a long period of time. It's just the medical profession has all of their tests and they have all of their technology and they don't mind waiting, so that's what they use. They don't use this test anymore. Wow. There's a, a live blood analysis where you poke the finger and you can look at the cells while it's live and a lot of it going on. This is kind of like a still frame picture of the live blood analysis. Okay. And it's something that I can actually save the slides and I can look at it later. I don't right now have the ability to like save them and categorize them and stuff. It's just a lot of filing. Um, eventually I'll have more pictures of them. Um, but it is possible to save them. Sometimes I'll give them to the patient and say, hey, if you can keep it good and remember to bring it back next time I see you, um, well, next time we do dry blood, we could compare. Because <laughs> it will stay good. You can see what's going on. Um, you can even see metal toxicity. One of the reasons that my dad, Dr. James, started doing this is because he wanted to see metal toxicity, heavy metals in the body. Yeah. Um, most times when heavy metals are tested, they're tested through the urine. And that, uh, in my opinion, isn't as accurate because it's testing what your body is expelled, what's getting rid of, what's dropping out, not what's there. Right. Where the dry blood analysis is testing what's there. Oh, man, that is so awesome. Um, and then you can see skin inflammations. You can see a lack of antioxidants. I can even see hemorrhoids. On the edge of the blood, if it kind of comes in and has a little circle, um, that shows weak rectal tissue. And if it's red, it shows that there's an inflamed hemorrhoid. Um, I can see neck injuries. I can see um, mineral deficiencies. Um, one of the things that I found this most valuable in um, lately is in kids. You'd be surprised. I've had some kids in here about this big lately, and I've seen bowel toxicity in them. And I've seen parasites, and I've seen um, major anemia issues, being major anemic. I had one kid that came in that I, sh I could see that they were major anemic, but when I tested um, with hemoglobin tests, it showed that they were, they were fine. Hmm. And it shows, this is a very nutrient-based test, mm -hmm. because it shows the nutrients in your body and what you're actually absorbing versus what's in your blood, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And he may have had iron in his blood, blood but they may have had iron in their blood, but they weren't absorbing it. It wasn't oh. showing up in the test. So, do you analyze all those things with every dry blood test? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I go through and I look at all the stuff, and um, I don't, like, uh, give you a list, this isn't there, this isn't there, right. this isn't there. <laughs> yeah. I just tell you what is there. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, so, I do look over all of those things, see if there's viral. Sometimes there's um, major chronic fatigue, mm -hmm. and there's no reason why there would be this chronic fatigue. Um, the thyroid's functioning good, the adrenal's functioning good, they have a good diet, and there's no reason... Um, but when we do dry blood, oftentimes we'll find viral when there's that sort of issue. And what happens is there will be an inflammation, which is a white spot, and there will be black lines crossing the inflammation, mm -hmm. and that shows viral. Generally, the, virals, the virus that sh uh, causes um, low energy are envelope viruses, like Epstein-Barr and other viruses mm -hmm. like that, because they're inside of a shield, in a sense, that our immune system can't get through. It can't attack and kill that immune system, I mean that viral, because it's, it's shielded. It's got an envelope. So what does kill them? Um, your immune system eventually has to kill them, but it's coconut oil that dissolves the envelope. Coconut oil will dissolve the envelope of any of the envelope viruses. And then it allows your immune system to start to go after it. Generally, we'll use coconut oil and one of our formulas, Fection, to take care of the immune system. And whenever any herb doesn't go in and kill viral. Oftentimes, um, we, because we're so wrapped up in the medical way of things and drugs, 
Drugs go in and do something. Right. They make your body do something. They kill things. Yeah. Herbs don't do that. Right. Herbs go in and um, they clean and they strengthen and they nourish. Mm -hmm. And so when you take Fection, it cleans and it strengthens and it nourishes the immune system. And the immune system mm -hmm. kills the viral. And the immune right. system kills the parasites and the other things like that. And it's only by us cleaning and taking care of it. We found... Um, faction to be so successful, I've never had to have an antibiotic in my life. Mm -hmm. um, neither have any of my siblings. We've had a lot of different things. Um, I broke my arm. <laughs> I had to use tissue in that and healed half the time. But um, faction is extremely, extremely effective because our immune system is extremely effective when it works. Mm -hmm. We get our immune system functioning, and we give it the nutrients it needs, and we clean it up so all the junk's out of it. And it's able to do what it was intended to do. And we just need to help it. It's about just supporting our body and supporting the wonderful creation that has been made. Whether you guys uh, believe in God or a creator or whatever it is, but we support the systems that are already there. Mm -hmm. We're intended to be healthy. We're intended to be able to function. And it's if we eat horrible, we will feel horrible. If you want the same results you've always got, then you need to continue doing what you've always done. If you want different results, or better results, you have to change what you're doing. Oftentimes you have to change diet. A lot of times people say, oh, well diabetes runs in my family, and high blood pressure runs in my family, and all these things. I found that more often, same diets run in the family more than genetics cause the health problems. It's all about nutrients. Um, the hardest thing I have getting across to clients, because oftentimes you have to take a fair amount of herbs. Sometimes it generally ends up being about 30 pills with a lot of issues. It's a lot of pills. But it's food. It's food that tastes nasty, that we don't commonly use, that I stick in a pill so you'll swallow it and take it consistently to take care of it. Yeah. Right? Now, are there any, any more questions? So is this the bulk of what you do? You consult with people who maybe have some health issues. Or maybe just want to generally, you know, gauge their health. Mm -hmm. And you do the blood samples, and then you prescribe herbs in capsule form. Is that basically the kind of the idea, the bulk of yeah, what you do? Yeah, that's the bulk of what I do. Okay. Um, you, just I, out of curiosity, how long have you yeah. been doing this? Um, I personally have had my degree as an herbalist for three years. Okay. And I've been practicing with my dad for those three years. As a practicing herbalist, I've set up several clinics and worked with those clients. Um, I've been in it all my life, though. I've been, the herbs that we have, the formulas we have, I've encapsulated since I was young. <laughs> oh, y'all um, make them yourself? Oh, yes. Um, the herbal formulas that we have have come from 36 years of Dr. James's experience. Dr. James passed away six months ago. And the business has been left... Well, there's a lot of the business, so it's been left to the family. But this side of the business, I've been doing a lot of working with the clients and doing those sorts of things. Over those 30-plus years... Of practice, he's come across individuals that um, had arthritic issues, and he used to. Um, he had a you know those old mail trucks. He made one that they used to make into ice cream trucks. He had one of those and had an AC on it. And he had all of his herbs in there, and he used to go and do house calls. <laughs> and he would mix together his um, herbal teas and stuff, and he'd give them to people. But he found with teas, Americans don't consistently drink tea. They started whining about the sticks and the twigs in their sink and just the inconvenience of making teas. And So he went to using some tinctures and um, 
that they complained about the bottles and the storage and all of those things, and Americans will swallow pills. So that's what we do. We encapsulate the pills because that's the way they most consistently take it. Sure. Um, and each of the formulas have come, if it was arthritis, um, Dr. James con tr consistently treated people for arthritis for a period of time, and his goal was, as an herbalist, to step out into the world and to work with people and just take off the shelf some formula that somebody else had made. But he wasn't able to do that because there wasn't the success that he wanted. He wasn't getting the success. So he started use, making his own formulas and using them with his clients, and it, it ended up, every time he treated arthritis, he used the same formulas, and it worked for every type of arthritis. So that's where arthrite came from. And then um, when he was treating um, thyroid problems, actually, Nina, which we use for thyroid issues, um, came from my sister having really bad nosebleeds. Really bad. She went into the hospital with it, and they told um, my dad that her platelet levels were really low, and her red blood cell count was down, and her, it was, her blood was shot, <laughs> basically. Um, my dad made up the anemia and made him into little pellets and went into the hospital and made her chew them. And within a week, he had her levels up to where they wanted them. And the doctor told him, if you can get it up to this point, I'll let her go. And because it was so fast, the doctor didn't believe him and wanted to retest and everything. He's like, no, you told to test her up, she's going home. And she hadn't had a problem with being anemic or anything since. So it really helps with anemia and thyroid and other stuff like that. So it's come from individuals needing something that something on the market didn't do it, so we had to make our own formula. Yeah. And the wonderful thing is that I know that in our capsules, there's just herbs, nothing else. Uh -huh. No flow agents, no nothing else except for herbs. That's it. Do y'all grow, grow them all? We don't. That's, I mean, that <laughs> would love, be a stretch. We'd I know, love to be able to do that, to have um, the ability to have farms and stuff like yeah. that. Um, a lot of it, we'd like it wildcrafted and uh -huh. have people that actually um, do that wild crafting and everything for us. So that's a dream that we'd love to be yeah. able to do that. But right now we buy from um, good herb companies like Star West and um, Frontier. Um, there's one called Mountain View Market. Uh, there are several others that um, have really good herbs that we purchase from. And if we can't get them from there, we use it from a different company. So okay. that's where we, we get the herbs in um, ground in powder. And then we mix them into our formulas, and we encapsulate those formulas, and they, they go out. Okay. And they're always really fresh because um, they're, we never keep more than six-week uh, supply of any of the herbs. Is it just a small family business then? It is a family business. We sell to a lot of mom-and-pop health food stores because it was never my dad's tent to manufacture an herbal line and go out and sell it everywhere and put it in big stores. His intent was to work with clients, and he needed the herbal formulas to be able to work with his clients, and decided to sell it as well to some small mom-pop health food stores. We prefer to work with mom-pop health food stores and work with practitioners because these formulas are so different that nobody... We don't jump into the marketing of a lot of other people because if Golden Sill, if we made a formula that had Golden Sill in or a formula that was exactly the same as everybody else's formula, everybody's advertising for it. So people know about it and they might just decide they like your brand better than theirs. Ours are so unique that nobody knows what the heck is arthritis. Mm -hmm. And the way that the formula is made is so different than any of the ones out there. You Generally, you could take something of one brand and find it in almost every other brand of natural uh, therapy. With our herbs, you'll be hard put to find anything that's even close to what we have. Mm -hmm. And so it's unique and people don't understand as much. So it takes a lot of training a lot of times 
for them to understand it. But when they do understand it, you can take care of just about anything with the herbal formulas that we have because that's what we've done with them for years. It's about being able to take care of all those things. So we prefer to work with practitioners. I'm actually starting to do a lot of seminars um, to train individuals to do what I do. I can't get everywhere. <laughs> Traveling 12 hours here, and um, I live in a place that I travel 3 hours, and I travel 6 hours, and I travel another 3 hours, and I travel 4 hours to go to these different clinics to work with different places. Where are you based out of again? Albuquerque, New Mexico. So um, I want individuals to have the capability to do what I do. I want them to be able to um, understand um, the herbs the way that I do and understand how to um, work with health and give nutrients to the body and not be afraid of using herbs. We're feeding the body. Don't be afraid of the broccoli. Okay? Yeah, right. Don't be afraid of those nutrients and help them to have love for the herbs. And many people are very afraid of the herbs and they treat them like drugs and they're like, Oh, how do you know you're not going to overdose? Or what are the side effects and those sorts of things? What are the side effects of broccoli? Flatulence. <laughs> Cleaning you out, detoxifying you. Okay, that's wonderful. So, um, helping understand those things. So, I've started, we're going to do some seminars and help people to understand those things. Um, we're doing them down in Albuquerque, and they're three day seminars that we uh, go through a lot of information. Um, which are the secrets like what I talked about with um, dry blood analysis. No. Well, we talk about dry blood analysis, and we talk about the thyroid and a lot of other things. Um, if you looked for an herbal seminar, generally they're about $1,000, especially if you're three days, <laughs> sometimes they're even more. Um, but ours, we do it for $500 for a three-day seminar that we go over um, in detail how to, to work with people. Um, I've seen a lot of seminars that they teach you about herbs, and then after you've learned about herbs, what do you do? How do you apply that to helping people with their health? A lot of people get stuck right there. A lot of naturopaths get trained, and they're trained, and then how do I practice? How do I apply this and help people to take care of their health issues? This it helps those sorts of individuals be able to apply it. So whether you have a degree in herbology or you have a naturopathic degree, this is valuable for those sorts of people because it goes in and helps them to understand how to work with things. Mm -hmm. If you have a, if you, there are certain things in the dry blood, this is generally what we do. There's a pretty standard of what we do for different ailments, and it works. It's been used for over 35 years, and it works consistently mm -hmm. um, because these formulas are so effective. So you basically, it's usually just, you said dry, just dried herbs, so you don't mm -hmm. work with essential oils? Well, essential oils, we have a few. Um, there's one of ours, analgesic, that we use topically. Mm -hmm. um, but as using essential oils and aromatherapy, um, not as much, mm -hmm. because um, it's about nutrients. It's hard to get nutrients in through an oil. Okay. Um, aromatherapies can be helpful with stress mm -hmm. and a lot of other things, and they can be very beneficial. But a lot of what I see is very nutrient-driven, okay. and it's hard to get a nutrient in in any other way besides a pill, generally, in America. Sure. And it's about getting that nutrient. You can open the pills up and put them in a smoothie or something, um, but it's about getting those nutrients in right. and really um, pulling that in. So I know there's been some people on the Internet and um, a lot of people that have been interested in doing these seminars and learning this information. And... For tonight, for anyone that's on the seminar, for actually tonight and, no, I'm going to actually extend this into um, Friday. Until Friday, 
This seminar is $97. $97 to do, spend three days with us where we're going to go over how we practice, what we do, and how to understand the herbal formulas we have. We're going to help people to be able to do what Dr. James wanted to do. To be able to have the herbal formulas and understanding of those herbal formulas and go out and be able to just start work. And the reason why this is valuable to everyone is because a mom, when her kid comes with a stuffy nose or whatever, what does she do? When the kid has a stomach ache, what does she do? Um, having the ability to understand those simple things and be able to work with those things and help them is extremely valuable. Mm -hmm. And it's very comforting to a mom to know that, hey, I can take care of some of these things. I'm not saying don't go to the doctor, but if there's something that you're familiar with and you're able to help your kids and you're going to see success, why not? Why not take care of them and be, and be able to mother them and help them? And that's what it's about, is to help you to become independent in your health and to understand those things sufficiently. There's a variety of things we use. I mean, we use um, Rife machines. We use um, <laughs> a lot of different things that help with health. And we want people to understand them. And from this seminar, we hope that there's going to be people that want to gain a further education. We can take them into further education and help them to do exactly what I do and have success. I haven't come across anything yet that I haven't been able to help with. I don't treat cancer. Okay? <laughs> I don't treat cancer. <laughs> um, that's one of those things that I'll be put out of business very quickly if I treat. I'd never treat cancer. But um, I take care of health. Um, there's a lot of good books. If someone did come to me that had cancer, I'd tell them, read Ann Wigmore. Read Ann Wigmore's uh, Hippocrates Diet. That's the place to start. <laughs> um, but I don't treat it. Um, but everything else is nutrient-driven. We take care of a lot of those health issues. We change the pH. We get food into the body. And health really starts to take care of itself. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope some people are interested in that because I want people... The reason we're taking it down to 97 is we want everybody to be able to afford it and be able to come do it. They're going to have to travel probably and stay three days, and that's going to be cost as it is. But we want people to be able to do those sorts of things. Um, that's also why lately uh, my office visit for the first time is $19.95. I do dry blood analysis and I do my health consultation and generally last 30 minutes. And I go over all of these issues and make recommendations what they can do for their health. That's um, it generally in herbs costs about $200 average. Some people are less, some people are more. Um, average costs about $200 a month in herbs to get on top of things, and then once you're better and you're feeling good, we start to reduce that and take it down. Unless you have other things we start working with, and then it, um, the cost may stay the same. But I want people to, to come in and to get the information and find out what's going on. I've had several people that walk in and feel like they're perfectly healthy, but we find some things in the dry blood analysis that later on could turn to arthritis or later on could turn to health issues. So it's extremely, extremely valuable. And it's been awesome in doing this because I've been able to get a flood of people coming in and help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. My goal is to help people, <laughs> is to help them get better. Um, and sometimes that requires um, talking with them and helping them through emotional issues. Um, have you ever heard people say herbs are just a placebo? Sure. I, I've heard that said a lot. Um, like placebos? I believe in placebos, and I believe placebo is important. Another thing for placebo, in my faith, in my opinion, is faith, yeah. <laughs> or believing in it. Right. We have great power within ourselves to control and to damage our health, <laughs> to make happen in our bodies what's going to happen. Are there any questions online yet, James? No? Okay, well, if there's any questions, 
Send them in, and James will talk, uh, tell them to us. So, um, to demonstrate or to explain to you what power we really have um, emotionally and mentally over our health, there was a scientist that wanted to know why every snowflake um, was different. And so he started freezing water and looking at the microscope, and, and then he th said, hey, what if we put music to it? Does that change the crystals? It did. And then if you talk uh, to the water, it changed the crystals. And so people that were really excited about his experiments took some rice, and they put them in several different jars, cooked rice, and put them in clean jars, and put the lids on. One they labeled with hate, one they labeled with love, and the other one they didn't label something, just set it aside. And every day you, for a month you say love to your love jar, and hate to the hate jar, and you say nothing to the other jar. The jar that's neglected will rot first. The jar that is said hate to will rot next. And the jar that you say love to generally starts to ferment and preserve itself and stays white. Mm -hmm. It is beyond important to take care of ourselves inside and our internal talk mm -hmm. and what we think about people. They found just thinking at water could change it. Um, one of the experiments that really says something to me, because um, you think, okay, if everyone can think at me and change my water, we're 70% water, mm -hmm. okay? So all of our crystals can be destroyed in our water by negative things. Um, anytime negative is spoke to water, it loses its crystals. Positive, it gains crystals. They found that if they love and gratitude, uh, put it, that into water through talking to it or whatever, and if they microwaved it, it maintained its crystals. But if they took water that just could main, uh, develop crystals, but they didn't necessarily fortify with love and gratitude, and then microwaved it, it lost its crystals. Okay. When we take care of ourselves and we have that good internal talk, and we love ourselves and we do those things, we can actually fortify ourselves and stay away from all that negative that's constantly bouncing against us. But health really has a lot to do with emotional. Mm -hmm. And I think especially for women. Women are very emotional driven. Um, in a lot of things, it's very emotional for women, and especially when it comes to fertility. I've seen women be able to stop their menstrual cycle from coming because they thought they were pregnant and wanted to be pregnant so bad, so their menstrual cycle didn't come. Emotional, one of the number one things to help a woman take, get pregnant is to help her emotionally. Mm -hmm. And almost with every health issue as well, is to help emotionally to be able to handle all these things because a woman thinks, sees 10 years in advance. A guy... Um, for instance, with planning a wedding, uh, women generally start planning that as a kid, <laughs> and men plan it or start thinking about it once they get engaged. Mm -hmm. Women think so far out in the future, and they're about that, and then they, they pattern their life according to what they see way out there, and they're all they, uh, everywhere. My main mind would blow up if I did that. So emotionally, it's very important to take care of those emotional things to take care of most any health issue that a woman has. Um, health is not just taking herbs. It's not just eating food. Mm -hmm. It's not just emotionally. It's, it's all of it. And it's exercise. It's about living and taking care of all aspects of the body. Um, respecting ourselves, respecting others. Um, for those that are religious in the scriptures, it says, As a man thinketh, so is he. Mm -hmm. That's really true! And it's so physically awesome to see the, it's so awesome that crystals change in water according to how you treat it. Mm -hmm. Molecularly, 
on a molecular level, through all of our water, 70% of our, uh, our body changes according to our emotion and changes according to how we treat it. So it's very important. All of those things are important. That's what we want to help people to understand and to work with and help people to understand to not go so crazy. When you're working with people and their health, you can't be too weird. Too often, natural people just go too weird. <laughs> I'm sorry! It's okay. All the... Most people, when they think of an herbalist, would think that I need Try a tattoo, that. that I need a piercing and some tattoos, and I need to smoke marijuana, and all of that stuff. I mean, there's a stereotype, and I need to be a hippie that doesn't uh, believe in electricity and all these sorts of things and be anti so much. That's a stereotype. Most people think that. My wife thought that before <laughs> she got married. Uh, when you think natural. Um, but it doesn't have to be weird. It really doesn't. It's stuff that God created. Herbs and the natural stuff. We eat good food. We should use those herbs and everything. I think God knew what he was doing and created plants to take care of the health issues as much as he did to nourish and to, to do everything. Everything that we need is around us. And when we start to think that we're better than God, and we can chemically recreate something that's a part of a plant and do better than what that plant could do, I think that we're in folly. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, <laughs> again, I want to stress it's not about being weird. It's about helping people. I think everyone in every walk of life could do natural things and applied in their lives. It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be strange. There's simple things that you can do to improve your health. Just simply cooking at home a little bit more improves health. Um, using a little bit more of your herbs and spices and um, trying to get clean meats instead of just meats that are raised on a farm and packed full of antibiotics. And then, um, do you know where an animal stores all of its toxins? And actually every mammal? If you have toxins, you store it in fat. Mm -hmm. You don't store it anywhere else. So if someone has extra weight, oftentimes they have extra toxins that their cleansing organs can't get rid of. So if you're eating an animal that hasn't been very well taken care of, and it's toxic, and you eat its fat, you're eating its toxins. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to have a clean animal. Um, I think we have a harder time with meats, and um, keep me on track, James, so we don't go too much over. Um, I think it's important to eat these clean things because... Um, <laughs> now, let's track. Um, oh, the mankind for a lot of years, they could handle meat a lot more because we weren't wasteful. They used every part of the animal. And it's important. And it's important for this reason because protein, just the, the um, flesh of the animal, the muscle, requires a lot of acid in your stomach to break down properly. It that's just what it has to have. Because it has to burn it apart into its individual amino acids, and then it goes into your intestines, and when it hits your intestines, it has to become alkaline. And your body does that by pulling minerals. All the minerals it can get to alkaline it, so it doesn't burn your intestines as it moves the rest of the way through your system. That's a change from a pH of 1 to 6. That's a big change. And it does that by pulling minerals. Wow. Um, one of the best ways to get minerals, or a very good way to get minerals, is bone broth. And so you could eat that animal, and the fat actually helps in digestion of the meat. If you ate the fat, and you ate the meat, and you made bone broth, you would 
use a lot of minerals in digesting the meat, but you would be restoring your minerals in using the bone broth. We don't use any of that anymore. We really don't. Yeah? That was a specific area of interest for me is that bone regeneration. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I know about bone broth, uh, but you, do you have something in the pill form that would help with that? Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to bone uh, regeneration, there's actually several things that go into it. There's um, exercise that's essential because mm -hmm. um, weight-bearing exercise actually encourages your body to make bones a priority. Okay. They need to be a priority. If they're not a priority, your body will use the nutrients somewhere else. So we need to make them a priority. Okay. And you make them by a priority by doing weight-bearing exercises. Okay. One of the easiest weight-bearing exercises to do as you start to get older, and actually in general, is a rebounder. It's a trampoline about this big, but it has to be a good one. There's some you can buy for 25 bucks. Those are worthless. Yeah. It has to be one that when you bounce on it, it feels like it could stretch clear to the floor before the springs would stop it. Because it needs that, that spring, so you bounce, and it's a comfort stop, yep. not a stop, yep. okay? Yep. Um, and that actually exercises every muscle in your whole body. It actually helps pull prolapses back into place, because it slowly stretches the tendons, as long as you don't bounce too high, bounce just a little bit. Okay. Um, it stretches the tendons and helps pull them back into place. But it also helps the spine, because the spine movement of this actually helps to get blood flow in and out of the spine for it to be healthy. Actually, that's the main way that it happens um, as we get older, only by that sort of movement. And you actually exercise every single cell in your whole body. Every muscle in your whole body gets exercised by balancing. Nice. And it's a weight-bearing exercise that's simple to do. When you're older, sometimes balance starts to become a problem, and it helps you with a little bit of balance. Sometimes um, I have some older individuals that I just have them get a bar for it, and they hold on to it, and their exercise is balancing. Mm -hmm. just, and then they'll get to the point that they just bounce. And most times, I only have them bounce to the point that their feet don't come off the mat. Mm -hmm. And that is generally sufficient for a lot of those things. So making your bones a, pri your bones a priority is one of the important things. Okay. And then another one of the important things is having enough minerals. Um, our mineral complex, uh, called PM Minerals, we found it to be very effective. When we do drive blood analysis, we can see demineralization, mm -hmm. and this clears it up very quickly. Um, the reason it does is because we have the general minerals, potassium, magnesium, calcium, all those 17 minerals that are essential in bones. Um, everybody thinks bones, calcium. Bones are made up of 17 different minerals. So it has all those minerals in the proper ratios, plus it has a colloidal mineral. The colloidal mineral is, comes from an ancient seabed of the greens and stuff that are in a seabed and has a lot of trace minerals. And it's a small particulate and it actually interacts on a cellular level and your body recognizes it as food. So when it's mixed with these other minerals that are isolate minerals, um, your body sees it more as food. And it utilizes it and is able to use those minerals better than if they were all by themselves. And we found that it, it makes a huge difference in the utilization of those minerals. But, uh, so that's another factor. And then Tishumin is another formula that we use. When I snapped my bone in two, mm -hmm. um, I healed in half the time that the doctor expected me to with using Tishumin. And it's been very common. We had one lady that she had smashed the side of her face, and they had to reform her orbit, and they put a plastic orbit in there. And we were giving her Tishumin for some other reason. I can't remember what. And 
After a while of treating her, she started to get swelling around her eye. And she didn't know what it was, so she goes into the doctor, and the doctor found that it was the orbit um, losing its place. So they scheduled a surgery to open her up and reform an orbit. But as they did that, they pulled the orbit out, the plastic orbit, and found a perfectly formed orbit. A new one. A new orbit. A bone orbit behind it. Um, there was one woman that, she says, Tishman's awesome, but don't take it unless you want to completely heal. Because she had her tubes tied and took Tishman to heal and ended up getting pregnant. So if you don't, it's not, if you don't want to heal completely, if you're going to damage something and you don't want that thing that you damaged to heal, don't take Tishman, because it's going to heal it. So Tishman's really awesome because of the nutrients that are in it. Um, certain vitamins are essential for bone health, and all of those are in um, Tishman, and they're herbs. Um, so it's food, so your body recognizes mm -hmm. it, instead of just the isolate vitamins. Right now, we've been able to do, go completely away from isolated vitamins. Our vitamin pack is just herbs. It won't even tell you how much of each vitamin is in there, because it's just herbs, and they're different each time we get the, mm -hmm. the herb. And it has tishamine in there, and one of our B-complex, our C-complex, and healthy cell, and it covers all of those, those vitamin needs. But tishamine in general helps with that bone um, building. And if you have all of those nutrients there, and you make your bones a priority, then you have a better chance, and actually a really good chance, of building that uh, bone density. And also testosterone plays a, a role in both men and women, mm -hmm. um, the proper amounts of that. As you get older, it starts to go down, you need to build up that nutrients, um, so your body can build the testosterone, and then your body will build more muscle, and then as your body is able to maintain and have that muscle, it helps with the bone as well, because your muscle attaching to the bone and being, uh, uh, working and everything and pulling against the bone um, creates stress on it and actually encourages that bone to yep. to be yep. stronger and function. Good. Thanks. Go ahead. You're welcome. Is there a question on the mic? Um, actually, I've got two. Um, could you tell them how to sign up for the seminar? And, and the, at the three-day seminar, will you be teaching how to do a drive life? Okay. Um, can you put the link in there? We will put the link in the comments later on, because I don't know if James has the ability to get to the link right now, but I'll put the link in there. They just go to it, and you fill out your information, and you will be able to, that information will come to me, and then I will give you a call and be able to take your payment for that seminar. So you'll be able to fill out all your information in the link that we will put in comments. And then what was the other question again, James? Um, can you... Oh, dry blood during the seminar. Um, we will introduce and talk about it, but dry blood is too vast of a, a subject to cover it all in this three-day seminar with everything else we're covering. This seminar is going to give the basics of several different things and give you the ability to go out and know how to study. You could to, um, choose to go and study dry blood, and we'll give you the tools to be able to go and understand that further and be able to know how to work with it, mm -hmm. but we aren't going to go into the details of and the nitty-gritty how to do it. That is going to be in further seminars that we will offer at that time that you could go into more detail with dry blood and some of those things if you're really interested in practicing. Excuse me. If you're really interested in practicing and being able to do this for others. Okay? okay. When is the seminar? Um, it is July um, 20th through 22nd. 
Okay, the link is in comments, so you just click on the link and um, you can go ahead and sign up for that seminar. It is awesome, it is really cool, and it's valuable for so many different people. Even if you just want the information, you want to come and be involved in other people that are like-minded to you <laughs> and are interested in these sorts of things, there's awesome conversations that are going to happen. I'm going to be up there and present, and so my brother-in-law is going to be up there and present, but then there's going to be time that you're going to be free and you're going to be able to talk, and mm -hmm. it's going to be other people that are interested in similar things. And making those sorts of connections, I think, are very important. Mm -hmm. um, connection is extremely, extremely important. Okay. Good. Well, any other questions or anything? Okay. I think I'm um, going to wrap this up and call it an end unless there's any other questions. So um, you can also, if you have questions, go ahead and the comment section for the next couple days. Um, Hopefully, Isaiah comes to our seminar or come and see us in person. Uh, I also do um, video consultations for those people that can't be there in person. If you are interested in doing a video consultation, I just can't do dry blood from a distance. It's uh, not super easy to do. So, um, have a great day, and we'll see you next time we do a Facebook Live.